actually sit in full um, goblin position. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we've definitely got levels. That's for damn sure. <clears throat> Woo, mama. Let's get it, boy. Right. Oh, I did press record on that, didn't I? Can you just get up and check? Yeah, man. It's like a red flashy light. Where will the flashy light be? Oh, yeah, it's a red flashy light. Okay, we're good. <clears throat> What's up, liberals? Welcome to the Sigma Podcast. <laughs> right. We're getting uh, peak goblin position. So we're talking about salt burn today. Yeah, and I'll probably mention a few other things. Actually, oh, and we got other things on the agenda. Yeah, a few other agenda items. Ugh. Ugh, gender. This Ugh. podcast is too liberal for me. Disgusting. We love casting spells. Shadow Wizard Money Gang. Alright. Are we ready? Um, what episode number is that? 14. 14. I think your intro, and I introed last one. I yeah, fucked yeah. it. If I, remember, if I remember rightly. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Yeah, your, your levels are crazy. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to episode 14 of the Reviews Brothers podcast. Will, how are you doing this Happy week? New Year. To oh, my God. Happy New rip. Year. Whoa. Did we have no. We, no, well, we recorded before New Year, but posted after New Year. So, Happy New Year, officially. We're in 2024. You can tell because we have a different background. We're a different background. It's because, like, where the posters were still, I still haven't ordered any poster frames. And so we were like, this background's a bit more interesting. There's a little bit more yeah. going on. No Otherwise, cool posters. you just so. get the void. Yeah, it's just the void. I've got a bit of a void my side, but it's a bit <coughs> more of a filled void, to be honest with you. But, but yeah, it's um, I've been good this week. How have you been? Yeah, I'm great. 2024 is, is off to a pretty cracking start. I've been having some good Let's times. Let's go. Uh, my good friend, Will... Taught me how to cook a really fucking good uh, curry. Not me. I didn't teach how no, to cook sorry. curry. A different will. I have many will. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been sick. Um, I've been having a good time. Work is not. Wine has been been merciful, and um, yeah, life is good. So we're cracking on. Um, sorry, I'm just moving over the mic for a second. I didn't put the. I just looked at the. Oh, are you doing do? Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah. I had to put the laptop on charge. I suddenly looked at it and I was like, that doesn't look too good. <laughs> um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, no, I've been not too bad, but it's just been, you know, trying to get work back on the roll again. I started yeah. going skiing last week. Though. Skiing? Yeah. I say we, we live in a very flat place, but there's a dry slope near where we live. So. Oh, you've been going to the dry slope. Dry slope. So that's been a kind of fun new yeah. activity. For anyone not from where we are. Yeah, they won't know about the joys the of joys having your of... birthday party on the ski slope. Oh yes, going down going in the rubber tubing. tubes, yeah. like you're, like you're playing Club Penguin in real yeah, life. Man. And that was the craziest bit was it was like you can do Club Penguin for real in for reals. And anyone who wasn't born in the two thousands that's watching this is going to be like, what are they? Or very talk? confused. What are yeah, they talking about that's fair enough. They'll never understand. Let's dive into a little bit of meat and potatoes straight off the rip. This week has been the first. Awards ceremony of the season. Ooh. Ooh. And I recoiled physically for our audio listeners because yeah. it was the Golden Globes. It was the Golden Globes. And it was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the awards, not so much, but the hosting. Uh, oh, how embarrassing for him. What is his name? It's like Jay something. Uh, let's, let's Google it. Um, uh, he is like a, I've never heard of him before. No, uh, me neither. And I think that's the sentiment, the, isn't it? it no one, I think they just get someone who, if they, if they fuck up, they can just burn them. He, <laughs> like, can, just, he can be disappeared. Yeah, he can be disappeared. 
Um, yeah, I hope he's okay. Who, but, who said the Golden Globes? 2024. 2024. Uh, Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I was close with Jay something. I was going to say Jay Cole. <laughs> uh, he sounds like a Batman villain. He's like Joe Chill, the guy who shot his parents. Like, Joe Coy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sound... Yeah. yeah. But he was terrible... You've everyone's definitely seen the clips you've, by now. You've seen the clips. Oh, it was just you so don't. bad, so out of like, it was so distasteful. And it's the way that all the celebs know the camera's going to pan to them after he says something in their direction. Yeah, so they all sit there like, hmm, great, and they're like fake smiling and like pretending to laugh, and it's like this is this is the worst display. Oh seen. yeah, it was it was horrid. It was really like the the overall, I think the overall feel of it, and everyone like all the actors got it <laughs> right that they just didn't laugh at them yeah and it was just like when yeah. a comedian has to be like why aren't you laughing it's like you know you're totally to come and also stage. the fact that we said that the fact that he threw his own writers under the bus yeah after writer strikes all yeah. of last all, year, all of last year he goes and then you, oh it's my writer's fault like i wrote yeah and then these. you and then you throw your writer under the bus oh uh, nice one yeah really yeah really good way of celebrating like movies and television to... yeah i'll tell you who did do a good writer's joke tastefully though and that was the spider-verse cast i don't know if you saw it but it was uh the guy who plays miles um hayes steinfeld and um daniel Kulia, Kulia, okay. um doing and it was like they'd written a <laughs> they got a they they read they were presenting an award i can't remember what it's for oh it's for writing actually oh, and they um it was like, oh, we'd be nowhere without our writers sort of thing. And so, so we got studio execs to write our our next passage sort of thing. And it was really great. And it was like, <clears throat> hello, everyone. How are you doing at this awards show? And it was just like, it was quite, it was, it yeah. was a good bit, to be honest with you. So yeah, like fair it. play to them. Um, overall, though, winners going through them was as expected. Well, Oppenheimer got best drama over Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Live, Zone of Interest, Now Before, which is fair. Um, Oppenheim was very good. Yeah, uh, Lily Gladstone, which we said would happen. We said she'd get something this season uh, for best female. Yeah, she was. She was fantastic in Killers. Oh her. yeah, she was very good. Uh, best musical or comedy, Poor Things, which I'm seeing tomorrow actually because it's only just come out in the UK. Actually, it comes up tomorrow. Uh, best male actor in musical or comedy, Oh Paul Jimai uh, in the holdovers, which hasn't come out in the UK yet, which I really want to see. Also, so funny that that guy was also Rhino in um yeah in the Amazing Spider-Man uh, two. <laughs> he is bombing down the road in a big truck. Yeah, uh, best TV drama Succession, <coughs> which was expected because it was sick. Yeah, Succession has cleared up a lot of the TV ones. Oh, and the Bear for musical or comedy, which is strange because it's not really a musical or a comedy; it's just drama, but. The thing about like the Golden Globes is weird because they have this musical or comedy category, but yet the studios can submit it to whichever category they want to, yeah. which is strange. And also, they have a lot of ca- categories, don't they? Like they get some. Oh weird no! Stuff yeah, the, the, I think the Golden Globes is more like niche down, but then they have um, uh, they've also got like this new one, which is basically like the um, I don't know, like the pity, uh, not a pity award, but it's a bit like a, everyone's been like, why have you added this cinematic and box office achievement? Which went to Barbie. Which is very understandable. But it was in a category of Guardians 3, um, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible, so it's Oppenheimer, like the... Across the Spider-Verse, Super Mario Brothers, and Taylor Swift, uh, Era's Tour. Which everyone thought Era's Tour should win because it was something completely different for last mm. year. And it was a massive success. So I th- everyone thought that should win. Yeah, but, but shout out Barbie. Shout out Barbie. Um, 
Best original song, Billie Eilish for the Barbie <coughs> song. Um, original score, Little Goranson for Oppenheimer, which was fair play because it was sick. Um, but he did beat Dan Pemberton for um, Spider-Verse. And the Spider-Verse soundtrack is The Spider-Verse soundtrack is, is so, so good. good. I listened to it all the time. Do you know, I actually thought to myself before I came here, I was like, this is an episode because we haven't gotten into what we're talking about, but I was like, it's so like un-Spider-Man that I reckon this will be an episode where we don't mention it and we've already We've already that. mentioned it, yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned it tw- twice already. Um, yeah. Best act- male actor, Killian Murphy, um, which would be Bradley Cooper for Maestro. And it, there's, a, there's just, a, now it's like a meme. It's like, it's Killian Murphy accepting the award doing his speech and it's just, it pans to Bradley Cooper's like, like, you know, they have to have congratulations face, but yeah. also fuck I've just been beaten because he trained six years to train to conduct for Maestro mm. and everyone's like and he's just in his head saying I've just trained six years to get beaten by a little Irish man <laughs> like yeah. but he was good and then Leo was in that category as well um, for Kellers but didn't get it uh, bu- 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 uh, yeah Emma Stone won for best musical comedy poor things best director Nolan best animated I saw someone uh, Spider Spider-Verse or a Spider-Man fan get really upset because Boy in the Heron won. But, was it Boy in the Heron? Yeah. But to be fair, you can't re-complain really if you get beaten by a Miyazaki film, I, I don't yeah. think. He, this old man literally cannot be stopped. No, he, he can and will make a film about fun little dudes and just like beautiful scenery. And scenes, yeah. And it's going to win, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it's, it's it will. Exactly I think, like... I do think Spider-Man, I think that style of animation is like more traditional, like old mm. school. And it's beautiful and yeah, it always yeah. will be and it's a special thing that and I think Spider-Verse is more unique yeah I mean Spider-Verse is incredible it's like, a very biased opinion from both of us though if we were like yeah. to pick we'd probably both say Spider-Verse anyway um, a lot of other things Succession just cleared up every TV one uh, Bear one for comedy actor male and female uh, and Amy Four got best language uh, foreign language film oh they do have one for best stand-up uh, on TV which Ricky Gervais got um. Oh yeah, best oh, best screenplay and album before best supporting actor. Oh yeah, Succession. Elizabeth Debicki got one for The Crown. Uh, Stephen Yuen got one for Beef. Um, he's no. Also, Stephen. Speaking of Stephen Yuen, he's not going to be in the whatever MCU project he was going to be in. Um. Oh. Yeah, I well, think it was Thunderbolts or something. Oh, RDJ got one for <coughs> Oppenheimer. Good old RDJ. Uh. And Divine Joy Randolph got one for the holdovers, but yeah, but I think every, the thing everyone's talking about was the cringiness of it. But yeah, that's I mean that's the real elephant in the room, isn't it? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But Ugh. let's sort of get onto a bit of a topic which we sort of um, it's a little bit old, uh, old. Uh, I say old film. It came only came out last year, but it's become very popular again recently because it's just been re-released on Amazon Prime while it's still out in March, which is Saltburn. Saltburn. Which. Everyone has been talking about for the last good few weeks since it's been dropped on yeah. Amazon Prime. And I think, did I say to you, you should watch it? I can't if I recommend it to you or yeah, not. Or you, recommended you just texted it to me, me and you're just like, I've watched it. I was like, okay, we should talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so one of my friends at work, shout out Alice. Hi, Alice, if you're watching this, um, was like, you should watch it. And I was speaking to Kate, and Kate, another good friend of mine, was like, you should do an episode on it. So here we are. Here we are doing an episode on it, as requested by the people. By the people. The people demanded it, and here we are, like a week late. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I still think we're in on it. I think it'll get popular again because of award season still. Yeah. But And also, it was pretty good. I did like it a lot. I was going to try to say, it, is what, it was in my, as I said to you last week, it was in my top five of yeah. last year. I really enjoyed it. Mm. So should we do a quick synopsis without doing any spoilers? I love a synopsis. 
Can I? Yes, can I you can. You can yeah, synopsis. I love the synopsis. Okay, so John Oxford. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's a young man. His name is Oliver Quick, and uh, he has is just joining Oxford University, and he's. He's a Mancunian boy. No, he's not. He's Liverpudlian. Is he? Yes. Oh, well, I fucked it already. Um, Come on, right. Sam. Learn your accents, Run bro. Run back. Well, he kept slipping into... into uh... Anyway, he's, he's Liverpudlian. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Liverpudlian guy. Sorry that I don't know geography. Um, and he's, yeah. He's from a, a disadvantaged family. He's got an abusive background. But he's, somehow he's, he's at university on a scholarship, isn't he? So he basically yeah. got a free track to Oxford. Yeah. And he's 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 forced his way in, and he shows up, and nobody really likes him. He's kind of like a he's like the weird duck, but then he meets this guy Felix, and Felix befriends him, and Felix super popular and super rich, and they have a lovely year together. And Felix goes, "My friend, come and stay with me and my family this summer," and they go and they stay at Saltburn for the whole summer. Which Hilarity is, ensues. Which is the massive massive house. Yeah. So there's your synopsis. It's a bit like. Do you remember after? It's the Harry Styles fanfic that got turned to a film. Oh. He's called Harden. Now I've been saying this a lot to people recently because the film to me is like a twisted version of those fanfics, where it's like, here's this this wonderful, beautiful man. And he's going to whisk me away. Like Fifty Shades. <laughs> but he's going to, you know, he's going to whisk me away. And I'm going to go on this this crazy adventure and live outside of my means. And, you know, I'm going to have the most wonderful experience. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. The best time ever. But it flips it on its head and it twists it. And obviously, I don't want to get into spoilers just yet. Just but yet. yes, we'll it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Because things are not as they seem. Mm, Whoa. Whoa. It's like... I watched Talented Mr. Ripley after I've seen it. Have you seen Talented Mr. Ripley? I've not. With very young everyone. It's young Jude Law, young Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, <laughs> young yeah, young Matt Damon, young Jude Law, young Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. uh, young Philip Seymour Hoffman. The, the cast is stacked. That um, is stacked. And, oh, it's got the... Oh, I forgot what the, the name of the guy is. Um... Oh, he's a very, very posh British guy. I'll tell you, anyway, it doesn't matter. But I got, <laughs> it's not Richard E. Grant. No, it's not Richard E. Grant. Okay. Um, but, oh, I'm going to have to, sorry, I'm going to have to look at it now. Uh, talented Mr. Ripley. What is his name? Jack Davenport. Yes, the guy from uh, Captain Pirates. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, gotcha. He plays okay. the one of the pirate guys that's really oh, specific I love the pirate guys no, he, no, he's, he, he plays he plays the guy that Elizabeth is supposed to marry in the first Norrington right. yeah. yeah yeah. anyway okay. so back on um, track yeah very similar to that if you've seen that would encourage it, also if you've seen Saltburn go watch that as well you'll probably really enjoy that Um, yeah but like you say hilarity ensues basically <laughs> hilarity ensues it's there's it, a lot of really good foreshadowing oh and, the, and a lot of like references via Greek mythology so if you're watching oh yeah definitely keep your eyes peeled it's a, it is a yeah it's a it's a great story and also the way it's shot is awesome it's like yeah. shot in that really nice aspect like 16 by 9 aspect ratio 
looks like really old school. Set in the early 2000s, so you get a really yeah. sick soundtrack and everyone has <sighs> yeah. crazy great phones. And like the intro as well, it had like the flashy text, kind of like an old 60s movie. And I was like, yeah. I really like that. And it had like, and it had, like all your eyebrow piercings and stuff. Like, yeah. oh man. It's everyone's just... smoking inside because it's 2006 and that's still Oh legal. no, and everyone's wearing like rugby shirts. You know, like the yeah. rugby shirts, yeah, big yeah. collars. Oh, it's so like 2006. It's, and it's... it's such a good time period to choose. Yeah, middle 2000s is great. And the, and the yeah. tunes you get are really great. We get MGMT, like, yes. oh, it's just like, oh, the, the needle the, drops. The soundtrack is great. Yeah, I was thinking it was weird though because like when when we were Litlands, there's the same difference between then and the 80s as it is between now and the 80s. Oh, no, don't and say like, that. Because I was like, oh, it's like cool that they're like replicating the 2000s. I thought, that was like, that was a while ago, yo. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that nearly yeah. is 20 years ago. So that's scary and harrowing. Yeah, but, and I yeah, think... that's the past now. Think, I'm trying to like say our game to spoilers because it's so hard not to. I think yeah. everyone, everyone has probably seen something about this film and there's a lot to unpackage in it mm. um like you said like the greek mythology Ooh. elements of it before we go any further i just want to say i think the 2000s is a really good time period to pick because of how technology was because now if weird stuff started happening you just go on your smartphone everywhere has oh good yeah signal, everywhere like, yeah everywhere has the internet you, you you can video like everyone's got a camera all the time yeah anything odd happens you can just video it and you've got instant proof but in the 2000s you had like a crappy flip phone oh, everyone's sort of living in the moment really weren't yeah, they yeah like if you were rich you, maybe you had like a, a phone with a camera but it would have been like three megapixels you yeah no it was really crap home. yeah one of my favourite details in this film is that everyone is reading Harry Potter Every, yeah, everyone everyone's reading, reading Harry because Potter. Because they were reading, they were Harry, reading Potter. Harry Potter. Because yeah. like, I remember when it came out, I remember buying it as a kid. I remember buying, going to the... I remember I went with my nan and my cousin Joe and I pre-ordered it. I remember queuing up outside Waterstones in the city and picking it up. I, I distinctly remember it. It's like a, like a core memory in my head. I remember doing it. So yeah, I think it was um like the fact that everyone was sitting there just reading the... Like reading it. And also the, the time to pretend scene is like great it's just like a moment they capture which i saw those people saying it's a bit like like a calvin klein commercial or something yeah. like a very like gentrified commercial with them like playing tennis drinking like champagne and stuff in yeah. suits and it's so great and like that's what you would do if you had that kind of money like it would be so fun uh, yeah like, it's yeah yeah suits, definitely play tennis like yeah it's it's super duper fun it's so great fun. time period to choose so that well was done. my first well done like, emerald big... for choosing it yeah but i do think i don't know what you think about this but um do you think that her as a director was the right person to do it, bearing in mind that she is a posh, rich, white lady? Yeah, why not? Fair play. That's all I have to say on the matter. I think yeah, I think not? she is, because it's like, as much as it is like a eat the rich film, it's also not. It's like a... Yeah, it's kind of, well, see, this is the problem, because I, I have things to say, but it's spoiler territory. I think there's not really much you can say without not spoiling okay. it. It's more of a, I'm trying to think of a, a way to describe it without like spoiling it. I I think I just think there's no way we can discuss it because everything in this is like it, sort it of relies every, on the reveal. It relies on the reveals and like the shockingness of this. Mm. If you've got if you're squeamish, don't watch this film. 
And if you're with your parents, don't. don't oh no, no! Do not watch this with your parents. Those people were doing it over as a joke over Christmas. Like, oh, we watch my parents, and I was just like, no, don't. You will traumatize yeah, a yourself. Of mine watched it with his mum, and that was the thing I was most excited for. I was like, I want to see like just how badly you had to like. I want to see what you lived through. I, I bet like, they wanted to sink into the sofa, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched this at the cinema with Faye and my friend George and we like we all re-enjoyed it but we walked, walked out and we said no nah, you can watch out with your parents sort of thing no. and it's like I tell I told my parents to watch it and they have seen it now and I said I'm not watching it with you you watch it and they um they, 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 they really en- they really enjoyed it like they really enjoyed it yeah. I, I thought they would think it was a bit freaky and a bit weird which it is but at the same time like they've, they watched it and they're like yeah pretty sweet they really yeah. enjoyed it because they enjoyed her other film, Promising Young Woman. So, shall we? Big spoiler time. Yeah, I think it's big spoiler time. Okay, I think it's big spoiler. If time. you want to watch this film, you at home, I see you there. Yes, sexy devil, you. If you haven't seen this film yet and you would like to see it, then now is your time to leave. To take our recommendation, watch it, and, and maybe come back. and maybe skip to a bit later in this episode where where I discuss other things. Yeah, will we timestamp it? Uh, maybe just I don't flash know. Flash the number on the screen. Yeah, a lot of people don't oh, watch Sam. It's just like it might be in the okay. comments or the All description. Right. There'll or, be something. For there'll you. be something. We'll just skip. We'll just watch the movie. Come on. Yeah, watch the movie and come back. Anyway, yeah, bye. So, fourth wall built Broken. back up. Yeah, built back up. Um, Doesn't exist. So the big reveal is, of course, that Barry Keoghan. 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 Okay. Barry Keoghan. Sorry, I'm from Norfolk. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just doxed myself. Um, yeah, so he did it. He did it. <laughs> it was him all along. It's a great reveal. Yeah. Well, well, so they could see it coming. So I have like one issue with it, and I don't know what you'll think of this, but I thought it was cheating a little bit to have him do it all off screen. I was kind of like, like the foreshadowing is great, don't get me wrong. But I just think the big reveal of like he burst the tires and like he did this, he did that. I'm like, you need maybe... that. That has to happen off screen. If not, the film has no. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can't. But I just think it's like a tricky thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if there was just like he's stuffing something in his pocket or like there's some kind of visual tell uh, I th- that on a rewatch you'd pick up, but normally you wouldn't because I... they just don't. Do you yeah, know what I mean? it's a it's a strange one. I think there's a lot to go. Not necessarily go off, but I liked it. When I watched it, I was shocked. I I could sort of see it coming. I could sort of think that this is a sort of film where it's not going to be that all this weird shit happens in their house over the summer and then they just go back to their normal lives. Something will happen. Definitely. It's that kind of film. Um, But the way they went about it, I thought was great. The fact it was sort of like a a one-by-one type bumping. And it's it's a Greek tragedy, basically. Yeah. And also all the misdirects. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I the love the misdirects. There's things like Venetia, Venetian snares, creator of Breakcore. <laughs> no, Sam, that's not a reference. So Venetian snares. She's playing Hajnal No. Um, she's she's saying stuff like, "Oh, it's a full moon. We go crazy when there's a full moon." And they're saying all this weird stuff. Like, I mean, there's the Henrys. We love the Henrys. Oh yeah, who yeah who are the Henrys? Oh, they're just dad's friends. They're all called Henry. Yeah. It's like, and you hear them all calling each other Henry, and it's oh, like, oh yeah brilliant it's just and it's also the way they treat Oliver throughout the film like the fact that they're like right at the beginning when when he goes to Saltman for the first time when he first walks in on the whole family sitting there like they're talking about him before he comes in and they stop and they really treat him like a pet 
Yeah, and they just feel they pity him so much, and I guess that's the point. And, I and think, of course, there's the friend there as well, isn't there? Uh, Who kind of yeah. parallels Oliver. I thought uh, Pamela, poor Pamela, as they yeah. call her, sort of thing. And once again, it just goes to show, like once again, even though it's supposed to be like while Robin and Pike's like best friends, they go at, like slagging her off as soon as she's out the room, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. But that's once again, I think that sort of feeds into like the rich ideology sort of thing of like being posh and rich yeah. and like wanting to like bitch about people. And Venetia as well. She's also later on like, oh yeah. Felix always gets bored of his toys and throws them out. And he's like, oh, you were getting with Venetia. Ugh, I had a friend and he's gone now. And it's yeah. like, Ooh, Ooh. like, Oliver, you're in trouble. Yeah, big style. It's, it's stuff like that that was, that was good. And it's also the way, but it's the way that he is like, Oliver as a character is a master manipulator. Like, and it's, yeah. it's the fact that he like, I can't remember how Venetia describes him when, when she's in the bathtub. But he's basically like a leech, isn't he? But it's like, yeah. it's not even that. He's just sort of like burrowed his way into this. And it's so planned and thought out from day one that even from like going there that he knew about these people sort of thing. And the fact that he, you know, he, want, he yeah. wants it. It's something he'd never have, but wants it so bad that he'll go to that length to, to get rid of everyone. And it's the way he like, yeah, it's the way he pleases everyone because... Felix is supposed to be like quick brain our character. Felix is supposed to be like a savior type. Like he's, he's like he's got the angel wings. Yeah, yeah. Angel he's supposed to be. Tattoo. He's supposed to be like a, he a savior, is isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He thinks he's saving Oliver from oh, what a terrible life you have. Saving him, like come with me, sort of thing, helping him out. And then like Venetia is obviously this person who's supposed to be this like like person of beauty, but also very flawed because she's had terrible previous relationships and she has like. Um, eating disorder and yeah, like, like body dysmorphia unwell bless her but then but then in the vampire scene <laughs> the that, vampire that's how you describe scene. it because it is a vampire yeah. film it is a vampire film in that scene in the vampire scene it appeals to Venetia because she's never been treated like that by anyone before mm. and the fact that she's like oh my god this person doesn't care what I look like or or everything or how I am like mm. you're right that, about being a vampire yeah because they invite him in didn't they yeah it's Rule number one of vampires, don't trust don't, me. Don't trust don't. vampires. And then also yeah. the fact that it sounds like Venetia, bear in mind she's so rich, but yet she has like her bleached hair, but yet she has like, you can still see like her roots and stuff. Like yeah. once again, just like saying she doesn't really care. And like chip nails and stuff like that. Mm. And then Farley, once again, is sort of just like... Our another, boy from Gran Turismo. Yeah, from Gran Turismo. Another leechy character sort of thing. Yeah. He's just sort of like, he's basically Sour Susan. Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's basically yeah, sound... Oliver. <laughs> but then once again, appeals to Farley by yeah. you know giving him the good, giving him the giving him yeah. the, the good glug, yeah. and then uh, so yeah, so then that happens, and then obviously... and I like the Farley right from the beginning is established as a rival. They're in the same class. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Farley being like an upper class kind of guy gets the favor of the teacher who's got all these connections and things yeah definitely and immediately oliver is is the outsider we're back oh we're back we're talking about you sorry i was talking about oliver being the outsider immediately what go back to to restart the whole bit in like 10 seconds okay i've actually lost that train of thought so i think uh he's the outsider i don't know i had a good flow going and now sorry you're talking about farley direct rivalry him and farley direct rivalry Because, like, he's kind of, like, at the end when he's, like, you know, this is your impossible summer. I feel like that is the spark that makes him go, do you know what? I am going to kill them all. I am just going to, like... Like, I'm actually just going to be an absolute bad bastard. I'm going to... I'm a gay man, your whole family. Yeah, he's like, this house is mine, though. Yeah, and it's the way... I have to prove it to you. Like, he always has to prove himself. Yeah, I think the whole thing is... doing it again. I think... I need to rewatch it. Um, Faye rewatched it a while ago, and she said it's, like, when it came out, actually, on... 
sorry, when, when it came out on Prime, and she said it still stacks up. So it'd be good to go back on a rewatch. And there's once mm-hmm. again, there's something like foreshadowing elements and stuff. Like there's the bit where Venetia, they're all sitting at the table. I think it's the bit when Oliver like doesn't know how to have his eggs. You know, you know, he's basically yeah. eating just wet egg, and it's grim. Anyway, besides the point, Venetia's talking about like that other posh lady who her gardener said hello to her or something, and it was actually like. She was. She didn't realize, but she was actually away on holiday in Italy and died two days later or something. Do you remember that bit? She's. They're sitting at the table and she's discussing it. She's talking about. I think there's a. I can't. It's a relative of theirs or something. Oh, and the I whole see. family are like, oh no, stop, Venetia. It's like make me feel all creepy. It's like basically like a ghost story sort of thing. Yeah. How like she said hello to um, this lady, and she was actually in Italy and died like a couple of days later yeah. basically and so they're trying to be like oh the family's so unnatural yeah no but when when they said that at the same oh and then they said oh she saw her walk past the window so waved and that's the whole thing and when they're yeah. talking about that there's a bit where they pan across and you see Felix walk past the window yeah I was gonna say yeah you see Felix yeah. walk past the window which is once again foreshadowing that he will they're gonna game end him <laughs> they're gonna game end him they're going to Cedric Diggory him and he's going to die in a maze. In a maze, yeah. I was thinking that. And I he's was like, back. Voldemort's back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not on. It's just out of pocket is what that is. Yeah. But also, speaking of the maze, like I did see that the Minotaur body sculpture is based off Barry Keegan's body yeah, as well. Which once again, appeals to, to the Minotaur. Like he's supposed to be this he's Minotaur. He's the monster in the maze. Yeah, the monster he? in the maze. Yeah. And the whole, the whole, as you said earlier, the whole thing is like a Greek tragedy mixed with like a vampire story and it works mm. really well and the whole i'm trying to think of what other shocking scenes are oh we've got we've got to address like the other big shocker of a scene the bathtub scene oh where he drinks the bath water the yeah. game of girl the bath game of girl bath water yeah yeah that was pretty yeah out of pocket it was it? very out of pocket i did, did not see it coming and he just like and went for a bit long yeah it? i saw i saw his thing great marketing stunt from Amazon. They sent out care packages to like influencers and stuff with like Saltburn merchant. One of them was like a rugby shirt. And another okay. thing was a mug. It said Saltburn on it. It looks like cute like <clears throat> white china mug. When you look from the inside, it had a the bottom of it had a plug hole on it. No. I was like, oh that's genius. That's out of pocket. That's so genius. That is out of pocket. Really genius. Fair play yeah. to the people over no. at Amazon for that. And of course the uh, the grave scene, which was improv. Yeah, well, he that wasn't in the script, and he just did it. Didn't he was he? just like, well, I, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it, yeah, I mean, it was that's, so. That's what Oliver would do. I mean, I I was shocked by it, but I wasn't surprised. No, I think by that point, I'd kind of been. It was rakes to the face, and I was just like, he's just he's just keep yeah, just like keep bringing it. Come on, let's he's go. He's doing a J from the in between his movie number two. You know when he's like living in Oz. And his uncle's like, yeah, he's dug a hole and <laughs> shagging it. It's exactly the same thing. No, I cannot believe you've just managed to reference the in-between his two movie with Saltburn. <laughs> but you're so right. This is a British podcast, Will. The in-between has oh, to come has up. has to come up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never thought about <laughs> yeah, that. It's good, isn't it? That's he actually... is Jay in-betweener. Uh, we should just leave it there. That, that, that's not going to be beaten. Episode's that, over, ladies and gentlemen. I, I can't be beaten. That is... That fair play. That is genius. Well Thank done. You. That was good. I fucking... I was cooking there. That you did really <laughs> cook. I was like, where's this going? And then when you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah. Fucking yeah, a hole. there's that bit in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they should do a... Yeah. A comparison. So by side comparison of the scenes. <laughs> I don't think you ever see Jay do it though. It's just no. implied he does it by his yeah. uncle. 
Oh, so funny. Oh, so good, isn't it? Yeah, that was that was great. You really threw me off track. That has taken us off the rails. But speaking of that, speaking of people cooking, the the cast and that, everyone in it has a great time. Yeah, and they are all fucking acting their teeth off. Yeah, exactly. Like it is incredible. To, like, yeah. I think everyone, what, what made it all so funny was the fact that everyone went into it to go watch Jacob Elordi because he's obviously in Euphoria. He plays mm-hmm. Nate Jacobs in Euphoria. So everyone's like, oh, let's go see it because it's got him in it. And everyone just sort of like, just came up being like, oh my God, that was out of pocket as fuck. And it was just like so funny. But everyone is cooking in that film, especially oh, Richard E. Grant is having an Richie absolute Grant great time. He is and so is Rosamund Pike. Like an older guy who's like, lost his mind like he's rich and he's eccentric and he's a bit weird but richard e grant is rich and eccentric and posh anyway yeah but i love him all the same (laughs) the bet my favorite things is like when they're they're pitching like the birthday party idea to oliver and they're like they're like oh what should you do oh midsummer night's dream once again the whole thing oliver has no idea what's going on they sort of just pitch this party because it's what they want he's just sort of going along with it and it and richard e grant's like oh elsewhere like well i see obama i'm like that's so funny. And then later when you see him wearing it, I was like, oh, that's so it's good. so good. But yeah, yeah, once again, that whole party scene as well is really fun. because The costumes like, are brilliant. Yeah, really sweet. And the Do fact that the when they sing Happy Birthday, I thought it was great because it's clearly, no one knows who Oliver is. They're just there because it's a big house and they want yeah. a big old piss up. And everyone's just like giggling and stuff like that. No one knows his birthday. So I was like, oh, so and good. And you're supposed to feel guilty for him, but you know that behind the, like on a rewatch, you know that oh, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's like lapping this up. No, I think he does, and that's what part of the reason oh, why he does it because like it's the culture, isn't it? Yeah, it's like because he's just, you know, he's got to do more killing. Yeah, it's like he doesn't like the culture, and well, I say, that, and he just goes and basically steals their whole family, and like the creepy mm. butler as well. I love the creepy butler. Yeah, he's great. The way he's just standing around, like it reminds. This sounds really bad. I can't even compare to this, but he's like the creepy butler in in the live action One Piece. Ooh. There's a creepy Ooh. butler in live action One Piece. We've just referenced our most controversial episode. I liked, I liked One Piece. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Anyway, um, can I can, I? can we just divert for a second? Because I'd like to apologise. I was very hungover and very tired that day, and I was really grumpy. So I'm sorry that I was. So oh, offended! I was talking about One Piece now. Yeah, no, that's all I wanted to say. Is that okay, back. I, I regret what I said, and I'm sorry. And back I to really it. like anime. Anyway, yeah, carrying back on. to it. Yeah, great. But then, going back to everyone cooking, just the cast, like, Barry Keegan is, I think he's on the long list for the BAFTA, um, potentially could get it, I think it is a, he, a very I stacked think he's list. Like so good. Smashing it out of the park. So, but so, is, so is Jacob Lordy though, and the fact that he went from that to playing Elvis in Priscilla is crazy. Yeah. He's very good in that as well, I saw that last week. I wasn't sure what I thought of it, it was either I really misunderstood it as a misunderstood masterpiece, or I just didn't like it. I still haven't quite made my mind up. Maybe it's one of those ones that needs either a But Lana Del Rey time. and Lana Del Rey, Lana Del Rey and Lana Del Rey fans would love it because it's just her aesthetic. The whole Is she thing. in it? No, she's not. Oh, okay. Anyway, moving moving on. But we've got. I think you have to talk about the final final scene. The dance. The murder on the dance floor scene is. Uh, yeah, it's it is brilliant. It's artistic gold. There's some cock shots in there. Yeah, he actually did it. It wasn't like he had a prosthetic either. He just Barry Keegan went balls to the he wall. Was just like, literally. literally balls to the wall and was like, Yeah, go on then. And just and just danced his heart out to old Sophia Spexter. And it's so good. It's just the way he just dances it's posh so girl carefree. Music and it's, yeah, yeah. And it and it fits good. it so perfectly. I saw an interview with 
uh, with Emerald Fennell and the interviewer said, I think you might have ruined Murder on the Dance Floor for me now. And she was like, no, 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 I haven't. I've enhanced it. She's elevated it. She has. Forevermore. Forevermore. And everyone yeah. just associated with that. And Sophie Alex Bex is thinking... She's thinking, cha-ching. cha-ching. She's making bread off that song now. Yeah. But yeah, iconic scene. And also the fact that he, get, he gathers up all the, the stones as well with all their names on it. Yeah, and then which puts them, And then so puts them cold. in the puppet thing as well. Puts them in like, yeah. the... Which is also just saying like, oh, he was playing them the whole time like they were puppets on the strings. And that was the first thing that freaked him out in the house, wasn't it? Yeah. That's the first thing where you're like, oh, this house is weird and creepy. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. And it's... Oh, once again, that's, that's a really good point. I like that. Yeah, very good. And yeah, it's just... The that Stones scene is, is great. Brilliant yeah, the Stones too. is good as well. Just a way of having a calling card to be like, you're and, all dead. And the fact that that's, that got set up right from the beginning where they talk about his dad, quote unquote, dying. So and then of course his dad's stone doesn't land in the river and you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. It lands on, it lands on part of dog shit or something. It lands they on vomit. Like, or vomit. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway. And it's like, because he's not dead, he's actually really nice and he lives somewhere and... But he's... Here's a recommend. People were getting freaked out and everyone on like... There's some people being like, A, I wasn't freaked out by this, this film. Or B, oh my God, it's the most traumatic thing I've ever seen. I need to tell the whole internet about it. Um, yeah. There's those two camps. And people are like, what else can we watch if we enjoyed this? Okay, here's some options for you. Talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. Great. Um, everyone says very like Brideshead Revisited as well. Okay. Then also, I recommend... Uh, I recommend a film if you like, if you're just like you want to get shocked by something. Watch this French film called Raw. Raw. Okay. Yeah. Um, like vegetarians will absolutely love it. Um, and to me, I will love it. That's very sarcastic. So. Okay. Cool. Um, it's it's about vegetarians, but it's not about vegetarians at all. Uh, very good. And then also by the same director, a film called Titan, um, which will also I haven't seen it, but someone told me like things that happen in it and you will get they're like it's nuts quick spoiler skip 10 seconds ahead if you don't know what happens in Titan this girl fucks a car like in the famous pyrocynical video car sex <laughs> I can't remember that one but I don't remember that part it was like a Maestrian's Addictions oh okay thing, where the yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. like in love with his car that's yeah anyway so Ooh, speaking of I've got a recommendation for everyone what if you like sexy cars oh don't say it have you ever seen the movie Cars 2? <laughs> Disney Pixar's Cars 2. I can't believe how... Oh, never mind. But it does have Sally in it. I'll and let... Holly Shiftwell, so come on. Posh know. British lady. Another posh one. Another I'll let you get away with that. Overall, though, enjoyed Saltburn. Rate yeah. it. Go. I gave it five, actually. I did, like, no, film is five? Per- no film is perfect, but I feel like people should just give out more fives. I gave it yeah. five. Okay. Uh... <sighs> You know what I'm doing in my head, don't you? Yeah, you're calculating. You're calculating through Weezer albums. Yeah, come on. Um, give I'm us a Weezer album. Give it. I'm gonna give it an okay human. Okay, I'm gonna pretend I know what that means, but uh, it's the 2021 album, and it was all kind of about how like um, isolated and like you know different the world was, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing that like kind of sings through most for me is that as a Weezer fan, I love the earlier sound because it was just dudes in a garage having fun, and the second album is like really messy and shit, and this is all very like, I don't know, it's like a, it's a, it's just a very clean and like enjoyable experience listening to that, and I was like, yeah, this is like a, 
a well put together movie. It feels kind of like the classics, but it's it's totally different. And this is a really bad analogy. I okay, just, we'll I just, just vibe checked it. We, yeah, he vibe checked it. Right he, my mouth. He, he said it was good when he messaged yeah. me, so he. I, I really it. liked it. Yeah, and I like Okay Human. You're welcome. Okay, there we go. Now we have that. Moving swiftly, I w- I'm going to quickly dump this in here because it's relevant, and it only came out yesterday. Yeah, we. I watched and have finished now. I've finished Echo. Okay. Mar- Marvel's new MCU show spin-off from from a character that was in a spin-off and they've made guess what? A spin-off. No way. Crazy. Anyway. Uh so quick for context, Echo is um deaf, a deaf character who also has a prosthetic leg. Um and she first appeared in MCU in Hawkeye uh cuz she's trying to chase down everyone's favorite Jeremy Renner um, as Ronin sort of thing to get vengeance for killing her dad. And now she's got her own spinoff after at the end of Hawkeye spoilers, but you should have seen it by now. um, She shoots Vincent D'Onofrio's the fridge, the fridge, AKA the Kingpin in the face and laying on the ground, laying on the ground. It's not always about the money echo. He he signs it. Yeah, of course. It's not always about the money echo. It's about the meds. And then he kills. And then, yeah, he kills over and doesn't die. Even though he gets shot right in the face. But anyway, because he's a tank. He's a beast. He's a tank. Cut to this. Um, (laughs) She now has her own spinoff show. I've watched all the episodes. It was originally going to be eight down to a a nice five. Okay. Um, I was worried, very worried about it to be honest with you I was like why do we need a spin off of a spin off mm. I still don't think we need it personally but I haven't watched all five episodes I'm going to give you a little review okay I'm going to say it's not bad it's it's like above mid but not great above mid we've broken the mid tier and the reason why thinking about it why, I, when I finished watching it earlier today I was a bit underwhelmed I was not underwhelmed I was a bit like mm. oh okay I wasn't like underwhelmed I, was, I think I was also in a bit of a bad mood so I was a bit right. like yeah not bad but I will say the thing that Marvel does best that we have discussed before this is it does street level well. Yes. This sounds like a really bad thing to say, but when we're talking about street level, we mean like people who have limited or no powers and are just like regular people who are able to do yeah, good stuff. Because Marvel do relatable better than anyone. You know? It's like realistically it could be you in the shoes of these characters. Yeah, they they do. They They're say that a lot. With, they say that a lot with Spider Man. Even though, yeah. yeah, but the only thing he has obviously his spider powers. But it's not like he's a rich guy or he got hit by a meteor or something and gained yeah. space powers. And his powers are not like the most ridiculous. He's not like Thor. He's not the god of thunder. He's just no. He's not going to be just like he's beating up a little people, bit faster than most people, and he's strong. On a good his- day, on a good day, someone could beat Spider Man. Yeah. He's beatable. But realistically, like, his strongest talents are what make him human. It's, like, his willpower. Yeah, his, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was fun. The story basically follows um, Kingpin <coughs> coming back, trying to not befriend, but sort of get Maya back into the fold right. to basically take... Uh, to basically sort of, like, take his take her place at his side sort of thing. And basically be her... Be his hitman again. Which okay. is what we, we see a lot of in the first episode. I'm going to try to do this... A bit spoiler free at start, and then I will dive into some. You don't care about spoilers, do you? You've watched no, the first care. twenty minutes of the first episode. Yeah, we'll, get to, the, we'll seen, get to that in a minute. I've seen the man. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but things you like a unique and diverse character who feels real. She feels like yeah, she, she feels like a real human being. <clears throat> um, 
I also put great to see representation on screen, uh, being an amputee and deaf, which is which is great. And also a female deaf amputee, crazy. And also Native a Native and Native American as well. They've really ticked yeah. boxes there. But for me, it didn't feel like a, a box tick. But if you know what I mean, yeah. it didn't feel like they're just She's... like, oh, let's make this character just to tick all these boxes. It felt authentic to like the character. Like Overwatch characters are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Blizzard. Stop making stop making weird changes to your characters. And, and balance out support as well. <laughs> Honestly, me and my me and my mates have a like quick sidebar Overwatch group chat popping off in the minute because everyone just getting so pissed at the game. It's just not fun. I, Dom, know, Dom, Dom the other night, Dom the other years night ago, and I've never looked back. Dom the other night went on an absolute losing streak. He lost like every game bar one. Ridiculous. Anyway, fix your shit, Blizzard. Anyway, uh. The characters who are in it bring life to it. Um, there's a guy in it called Biscuits. These are all like family members. A guy called Henry and Bonnie and her grandma, which I can't remember what her name is, um, but I'm just going to call her the grandma. Okay. Anyway. Hi, the grandma. She, um, they're, they're all like good characters. It's like the thing that makes Dad all great is Foggy and Karen and uh, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I forgot yeah. what her name is, but um, her. Yes. They're, they're the things that make it feel good. Do you know what I mean? And the corridor scene. Oh, the corridor scene. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But the characters in it yeah. help sell it, don't yeah, they? Hundred percent. Like the relationship between Foggy and Matt is real. It wouldn't be the same without like Nelson and Murdoch attorneys at law. Yeah, is a hundred percent same is, as any good Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. story. Is nothing without the side characters or Spider-Man, really. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. It wouldn't be a Spider-Man story. <clears throat> Spider-Man. Um, then I also put. Uh, this is also a plus point. I, I I liked I liked some of the backstory elements like you like at the beginning of the first episode you saw like the Native American backstory yeah. of her heritage and they build off that each episode with each of her ancestors. So that's like ancestor number one and they slowly okay. move through history. Like one's like a uh, like a Western sort of like outlaw thing uh, or like a yeah like a Native American what they used to have like the police force anyway. And it's all done in like a silent cinema silent movie type thing. Right. Really cool. Anyway, uh, really enjoyed that. And one of them marries uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam. But it also very, it's very strange. They've there's been two big releases in the last like year of Native American themed things, and both of them get the representation. It is so well done. Right at the end of the credits, actually, or at the beginning of the end of the credits, they say the first thing they say is thank you to the people of the. Oh, I'm gonna butcher the name. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the the Chakwa community. Okay. Um, for helping out, and it's and That's it's super awesome. great, but, and the, the whole thing, that. the whole thing is about like Native Americanism, basically, and it's really cool, um, uh, which I really enjoyed. Just like Spider Man's all about being from New York. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, also, if there's something number, this is not really a spoiler, but it's just a thing from episode one. If there's something I'm a big fan of, is a one take fight scene, and episode one has a really neat one. <laughs> it's and what, it has. It, it do have a neat fight scene. We'll get to that in a minute. Um. Also, I liked later in the show how they put you into Maya's shoes that basically some of the fights like is played out being deaf. Yeah, so you can't hear anything, which I really like. Um, because once again, the whole the whole thing where you can relate to characters is you can feel like you're in their shoes and it works. Um, and so the audience couldn't hear, which was cool. Um, they did lean into being a TVMA rated, so like R-rated show. But for me, it wasn't enough. <clears throat> like the first episode and the third episode fight scenes is as bloody as it gets. But it's nothing like insane, like arm breaking, like heads blowing up and stuff. It's not. It's not the boys, and they yeah. could really lean into it more. But I think 
they're gonna they they were scratching the surface on this one to test the waters with it being a they want to see like yeah will people still will people it? go for it okay if so let's crank it up on daredevil basically um which yeah i said it, they're testing it out for bigger projects i think let um, daredevil absolutely mash up some nonsense yeah just that's let what him i cook. need let him cook is um yeah i put i've put the way i discussed heritage was tasteful and was done in it was done it wasn't done by people who said they knew about it like i'm putting that in bunny ears for mm. non uh, non video people and i was like i was glad it was five not eight episodes i feel like they would have been stretching it yeah um, okay also ba -ba -ba -ba. also daredevil scene daredevil scene daredevil's uh, my favorite catholic blind man yeah i that, love him that fight scene is great it's back the suit to redesign looks great yeah it's needs. back to the fight scenes of old yeah, it's good. and Charlie Cox, as always, is fantastic. I love that the first thing he says is, I've been watching you, and it's like, bro, how? I never thought about that. I've been watching you, because yeah. Because Daredevil always covers it up. He doesn't let people know, does he? Yeah. As far as they know, he can see just fine. Wrong, he can't. No, he, he don't be. But yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, that is that. a really great fight scene. I'm mostly really excited for Born Again. Yes. Um, yeah. we'll, get to, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, things I'm not a fan of. The final fight scene... Felt a bit short and a bit rushed. Uh, by the time I was watching it, it was like basically it was basically done. But it wasn't um, Secret Invasion. No, it's not big CG fight. Which is, there's no big CG fight in this, and we like no big CG fight. Also, the word there's not terrible CG, but it's just very noticeable against the rest of the scenes, which is in the first one. Is you good? Yeah, I'm just having a big yawn. Yeah, all good. Like big a cat-sized yawn. yawn. Big yawn time from Sam. Yeah. Um, the um the woodpecker. Oh, the woodpecker is bad. They're, it's not that it's terrible. It's just that it just doesn't fit the environment. Yeah. Couldn't they have trained a real woodpecker? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have a strange... It's like a strange mythical woodpecker throughout the show. It sounds like a euphemism, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a strange and he just will not leave anyone alone. alone. It's really strange. <laughs> no. No. He basically... Yeah. He's like a, a spiritual thing uh, for Maya's family. And he's it pops up... murder in the dance floor and it's all out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the woodpecker's out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's this woodpecker that's just flying around. And <laughs> i got to stop saying it. Anyway. Sorry. Yes, there is a woodpecker flying around. But the CG on this bit, yeah. Um, also, people complain about the, the first episode basically rushing Maya's backstory. Which I get, but at the same time, a lot of people that will be watching this know her backstory already from... Yeah. Uh, from... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a recap, do it. Yeah, it's a bit of a recap, but it's it's fine. There's a long running series like this. Like, there's a hundred percent someone who's just logged into Disney Plus and gone, "Ooh, a show." But you could what I would say you could watch this whole show without having seen any other MCU yeah. project, and it'd be fine. Um, which is which I always think is a good. That's my that's like an indicator of a good Marvel film. Could you watch it as a standalone film on a fun Wednesday afternoon and never seen an MCU film in your life and still have a good time with it? Yeah. I think with this, yes. This Black Panther, Shang-Chi, um, first Black Panther, Do you know that I disagree a little bit? Because what? my favourite MCU film you couldn't watch as a standalone. Which? Do you not know what my favourite MCU movie is? Um, I don't think I've discussed this. Are you ready to have your fucking mind blown? What you got? Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Yeah, I love Homecoming. It's Even good. though it wasted the shocker, I still think it's really good. There's some fun bits in that. It's it's fun. There's like fun little references. You said you weren't going to mention Spider-Man today. Oh, well, it's too late. It's too it? late now. Take a shot, everybody. Um, <laughs> also, I then put, um, not too sure if, like, we're going to get a tiny bit of spoilers here. Not sure she needed powers, 
So you see at the beginning with the whole like mm. mythical hand thing. Basically, the power like she she basically the avatar. Long story short, yeah. Um, she channels the powers of her ancestors, the abilities they had, like courage. It's not like it's like it's not like big strength, like oh strength and stuff. It's like you know mental, physical strength, but not but like you could crazy do it in a spiritual level. Rather, than yeah, like a no, no. It's not like, like it's not like she becomes like an absolute tank. She's strong enough just to she's strong enough to stop like kingpin it's not like she's right. it's not super strength she's just strong i think you could just that's, do it with like that's willpower fine. And yeah like no no it basically is it's from like okay. the the heritage style thing and which is cool and you they, they got these couple of cool shots of all like her ancestors lined up and they sort of like go into one sort of thing a bit like the avatar right. in okay. avatar anyway um kind of cool and then they all have different things like love and healing so her mum was able to like heal things and stuff and then she tries to like get rid of people's trauma she's able to hopefully get rid of people's trauma and stuff like that but they don't okay. really play into it too much of that like too many powers sort of thing it's mm. like the f- it's like a base level power and it's totally okay. chill but it's sort of like her hands glow up a bit like iron like Luke fist. Cage is unbreakable skin he's just like it's a sort of bit like yeah yeah it's like, like a very low level power like Jessica Jones or like those it's very street level which I was fine we with we love street level like Moon Knight, whose powers are always confusing because sometimes they're in his head and sometimes it's just the suit and sometimes you're like, is Conchu just messing with this poor boy? Yeah. So, yeah, I like that stuff. I'm going to quickly wrap it up because I've got only a few minutes left on the timer, but... This is uh, going to be a long one otherwise. Yeah, so. it is. Stuff I didn't... They never fully addressed her and Bonnie's relationship, which is another character in it. Yeah, I feel like they sort of rushed that a little bit. Okay. Daredevil, spoiler alert, is only in it for that first scene. Oh. But it's because they travel to Oklahoma. He's not going to travel all the way out there. Yeah, and as soon as they went out there, I was like, we're never seeing Daredevil again. And we don't. But I will say, we are getting a good setup for the next street-level MCU things. The final... Just give me, like, idiots punching up, like, poor people. Here we go. post cred scene. Um, big man Fridge, Kingpin, fridge. sitting on his project, being upset that Maya doesn't want to come back with him. And after he's beaten... He's been stood after, up. Yep, she's beaten up everyone. He's back on the jet. All and, he's got left is the Met. Yeah, and then on the TV, it says about the running for mayor. And they're looking, potentially, an open candidate could come in. And he's like, hmm. And we all know what that means. And he strokes his chinny chin chin. So it means, like, I, I don't know if this is the official comic book line, but the comic book I know that it's from is, like, The Devil's Reign. Where it's like, he is, oh, yeah. he is like, the kingpin. And so, yeah, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four... Um, Daredevil, all those types of people teaming up, like Luke Cage, I think, in that a lot as well. Defenders teaming up and going toe to toe with Big Man Kingpin, and that gets me excited. Yeah, bring back Iron Fist and Jessica Jones. That gets that gets a, me excited. Let's have a big old punch up and yeah, street level MCU gets me excited. Yeah, well, they said as well they they wanted to bring Spider Man back to the the street level because he was getting a little bit too big for his boots in the old MCU. Yeah. So yeah, let's do it. Let's just have him like saving the little guy like he should. Exactly. Please, thank anyway, you. That'll do it from us today. Oh, we also liked What If as well, but we'll touch on that. Yeah, What If was pretty cool. Pretty fun. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Good we'll to see, see you all later. Have a great week. <laughs>